plan. We can do something special for the people when we get to 100. Uh, it feels kind of like an anniversary, Daniel. It shouldn't go unnoticed, you know? I know I'm a disappointment, so don't, like, I, I get it. I know I did something wrong. If you could tell me what I did, I would love to apologize for that. How'd we do? Daniel, how'd we do? Get some hypnotic tapes and, and just remove it from your thought. I'd love it. Maybe get it. Maybe get a nice candle. Maybe get a nice candle. Kerbanese. Kerbanese. That's how you, that's how you say it. Kerbanese. That's going to be a bucket week for sure. Double bucket week. A double bucket affair. Welcome to Talking Dogs. I'm Clint. And I'm Daniel. And we're two guys who love UGA sports. One of us is from the South. And one of us is from the West Coast. One of us is a lifelong Georgia fan. One is a more recent convert. But we both share a borderline obsessive, often ridiculous desire to see UGA succeed just like you do. This podcast is a place to talk about the dogs the way you would at a tailgate, in your backyard, or over a drink with your friends. Are we insiders? Nah. Do we have lofty recruiting connections? Nope. We are just two guys who love talking about the dogs. So let's talk. Hello and welcome to episode 90 of the Talking Dogs podcast. I'm Daniel. And I'm Clint and Daniel. It's one of my favorite weeks out of the entire year. Uh, it is the week we play Tennessee, and I I'm all about I'm all about the excitement. I got my T-shirt ready. I may wear it four times this week, mm -hmm. uh, recalling the last time we we're in we were in the old Volunteer State, beating up some some orange and white. Uh, but we're here. 41 and nothing game. I think it got mentioned on the first 30 episodes, at least, of, Consecutively. The, of the pod. Um, man, 90 episodes, Clint. We can do something special for the people when we get to 100? We haven't we talked better. about this. We, sh we should do, I mean, we should do something. If you it have any ideas, like, if you have yeah. any ideas of what we should do for our 100th episode, feel free to let us know executive producer intern sound engineer michael is um he's he's not he's not providing us with any real no, he, content he gone the, he's, uh, he's gone he gone uh but it does feel like we need to commemorate uh it feels kind of like an anniversary daniel it shouldn't go unnoticed you know it should it shouldn't go unnoticed and yet like many of our anniversaries in our real lives it probably will uh, we will probably just <laughs> hand each other a note that was handwritten on yellow <laughs> no lined paper that says, love you, honey. It's, it just says, I know I'm a disappointment, so don't. Like, I, I get it. I get it, okay? Speaking of being a disappointment, speaking of executive producer, intern, audio engineer, Michael. Clint, I didn't clear this with you, but I think we need to cue up the formal apology music. Oh, I um. Oh, I've got I've got something. I think we need to get off our chest. You're gonna you're gonna rope me into this. Like I have no, I, I am. I have no. You, I have no question of what I need to do right now. I have to formally apologize. I don't even know what for. You have you. <laughs> listen, listen, welcome to being in a relationship, Clint. <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah, I I know I did something wrong. If you could tell me what I did, I would love to apologize for that. Give me a ballpark of just like am I hot, cold? Like is this something I should be apologizing for? No, um, no. If I may, for a moment, listener, this formal apology is for you. Oh, loyal listener to the podcast. Mm. We love you. 
we appreciate you. Everything that you do. The five-star ratings. Mm-hmm. The retweets on Twitter. Sharing with your friends. Talking about the podcast. The kind words. The encouragement. The feedback. Mm. Mm. Looking at you, looking at you, Trevor. Trevor. We appreciate all, all of it. We appreciate all of it. <clears throat> we made a commitment. We made a commitment to you at the beginning of the year that um, that this was going to be a, a two episode a week podcast through yeah. the season, Clint. How'd we and do, Daniel? How'd we, we do? Just, we just want to take this moment to say a bye week is no excuse, listener. We apologize to you on behalf of the Talking Dogs podcast. We let some things get away from us. We had some, we had some life circumstances come up that we couldn't do anything about. We're not here to talk about any of that. No. We should have been here to talk about Georgia football, and yet we were not. We should have been here to hand out some locks. We should have been in here talking about Baylor plus three. Oh, but where? Ooh. But were we? Nah. Were we, Clint? No, we weren't. No. And that... so, to you, the loyal listener, we send out our deepest, heartfelt apology. Imagine good, getting a hallmark. It, it does. Imagine getting a hallmark card with just a little heartbeat sound as you open it. And that's our heart bleeding for you. <laughs> thum, 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 thum. That's it. That's the that's one. A creep, that's a creepy card, man. And it's just a... What's um, in the box? Clint, we got many things to talk about on the podcast today. Yeah. Um, I want to start... Uh, may, I, may I start us off? I know I just did that formal apology, but may I start us off? Because uh, UGA... Um, UGA suffered some, some, some pretty bad news over the weekend. I don't know how plugged in you were. I don't know how well you were paying attention, but, um, some real, some real sad things happening in the program. Don't know if you know this, Georgia fan, but, uh, Jake Fromm got a lot worse at football this weekend. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because Justin Fields did good in a football game. I don't know if you know that. But it's tough blow for our program. Um, the same quarterback that took us to the national championship game in 2017. The same quarterback that beat out that same Justin Fields in 2018 and wouldn't let him sniff the field. Couldn't carry his jockstrap to the 50-yard line for him before kickoff. That same yeah. Jake from on a bye week is now terrible at football after leading Georgia to a uh, perfect 3-0 start, doing everything that's been asked of him this season. Um, seemed like he was doing he was on a, a pretty good trajectory, but now all of a sudden Justin Fields played well. And so Jake Fromm's terrible again, Clint. I don't know if you have any, if you have any thoughts about the future of the program. Like, where are we going to turn? Yeah, we now that our quarterbacks, we should probably just give up because Jake Fromm is feels a bum, that way. Apparently, no, he's a bum. He's, he's a, a bum. bum. He's a bum, Clint. I don't understand. Ohio State scored fifty thousand touchdowns against a team that lost to Colorado. Oh, by the way, whose coach stop. just got fired? Because stop if you've heard this before. Do you know how many total wins he had in his three-year tenure at Rutgers? No, I don't. Eight. 
eight wins in three years. Eight. Wait, I'm sorry. You're talking about the Rutgers coach. I was talking yeah. about Nebraska losing to Colorado. Oh, you're talking. Oh, 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 yes, yes. We're yes, talking yes, about yes. two different things. Yes, yes, we are talking about two different things. Uh, Nebraska. I was confused sorry. if Mel Tucker got fired. No, already, Mel Tucker did not which get fired. Feels short lived. <laughs> yeah, no, that um, was short lived. No, we're not talking about that. We are talking. Yeah, you're um, talking about Fields, Ohio State going to Nebraska and the black shirts that have no business being called black shirts any longer. Uh, by the way, I don't that think title that. I, to be to be him. fair, to be fair, Clint, I don't think the Spike Squad was able to get them to wear the black shirts today. No. Uh, during that game i don't think they tried to form a twitter campaign or something but i don't think i think they're just college students wearing wearing costumes and so i don't think that they were able to start the revolution for the nebraska defense that they thought they were but Uh, i digress um justin fields played well i have a spicy take if you're ready for it clint i love spicy takes i don't think you are ready for it here's my spicy take um Justin Fields. Justin Fields made the right decision. He he, he made the right decision. Did. Not only did he con the NCAA out of eligibility, which, listen, I don't, I don't necessarily fault him for it. Like I would have tried to get eligibility also, sure. if I were him. Like I don't. Um, the NCAA, the NCAA is just giving it out to anyone who doesn't have a valid case. And so uh, to everyone except the people that have a valid case. Yeah. And so why not try to go get eligibility? But not only that, Justin Fields is playing at Ohio State in a system where his talents are being showcased. Sure. I have no problem with it. I, I really don't. I, do I like Justin Fields? Not particularly. Do I think that he handled himself well during this whole situation? Not particularly. Do I think that he's good at football? Yeah, I think he's pretty good at football. And do I think that he's going to thrive at Ohio State? Yeah, I do. And am I going to waste my life sitting around hoping he fails so that I'll feel better about myself? No. Nope. Nope. No, I'm not. Uh Daniel, you're absolutely right. He made the right decision. Ohio State made the right decision. We should not be upset at people for for playing systems. We shouldn't be upset. Like, go go do you. I just want no part of it, and I'm happy with what I have. And the take that he's, he's a system quarterback, uh, I, I read this tweet today, if your system can't handle Justin Fields, your system sucks, is just the worst take in the world. Because do I have to remind you who's – who has came out of Ohio State quarterbacking in the last decade? No. Um, do, Cadillac, Cordell, whatever his nickname is, Jones. Cordell he, Jones. He, he, uh, he in the league anymore? No. I, don't, I, I can't imagine that he no. is. No, he's not. Uh, any illustrious all-time leaders so far coming out of Ohio State in that system? No. No. Uh no, they, what they do is, as Desmond Howard, I don't know how Desmond Howard still has a job on college game day, by the way. Still Listen, mystifying to me. The, the fact is, he's not even in the top 10 worst. Like, no. that's, how, that's how low the bar is. Uh, it's insanely that's... low. Um, no, Desmond did a whole, whole study on Justin Fields talking about how Coach Day is so genius. And the reason why he's so genius is because he's limiting 
Justin Fields' decision-making process. And he did a whole study on how Justin can only use two reads and how Coach Day has got him in perfect position to only utilize the tools that he has before him. And this was supposed to be commendable on both Justin mm-hmm. Fields and Coach Day. And I, I, was, I, I just want to ask, how, how is that commendable, men? How, I, I just don't. How is that a thing? It's a, listen, I'm not going to – it doesn't make any sense to try to validate – Georgia by cheering against Justin Fields. That's not the way life works. No. People. Like, if Justin Fields plays well, it doesn't make Jake Fromm worse. That was sort of the point of the whole joke at the beginning of this segment. Guess what else is true? If Justin Fields plays poorly, it doesn't make Jake Fromm better. So why do I care about Justin Fields and how he plays? Do you know, like, if they make the playoff, which they're going to. They're going. Yes, okay. they will be in the top four. People, we will see them in a bowl for a semifinal to get into the final. So, they will be there. So look, that's when I'll care if Justin Fields plays well or not, when it actually impacts the school that I care about. Correct. Until then, yawn. Like just yawn, city. Just it's, there's other things to get fired up about. It's kind of like friends. how everybody is all hot and bothered by Wisconsin's running attack. And the yards that that JT is putting up, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, DeAndre Swift is he getting attention like that? No. Uh, no. Does he have twenty five carries a game? Nope. No. Uh, do I care at all what JT's numbers are? I nope. I couldn't recite them to you. I would have to look them up. Uh, do I do I know what DeAndre Swift has done this year? Yes, I do. Just, yep. Just stay stay. Stay in house, people. Stay in house. Don't don't go looking for crap I mean, somewhere else. Yeah, I don't know. I, don't, I like if it impacts our program. Sure. Yeah. If it is, you know, but it's just if it's some kid playing good at football. Don't like you just you feed into the idiot Dan Wolkins of the world. That's when that's you. Who it is. Thank you. When you when you like get all hot and bothered about a take that's absolute nonsense. So anyway, I just if, thought I, I just thought yeah, I'd get that off my chest. Don't be don't be the troll bait, people. Just don't interact. Just walk away in silence and let let everybody else focus over there. We'll just be over here doing our job. How about that? Um and our job is not now you you had a kind of a PSA. Let me add a PSA, Daniel. Um okay, because then. conversely with Justin Fields okay. statistics, you know something else we should not give two seconds of consideration to what's that what's that clint the number currently before georgia's name on any list you should you should start do me a favor cut that section out of your mind i don't know how you're gonna do it if you're gonna just block that get some hypnotic tapes and and just i, I love it, it i love it thought. maybe get it maybe get a nice candle Maybe get a nice candle. Get that candle. Stare into the flame. Stare into the flame. Stare. Get hypnotized away from believing that the number before your name validates anything. Because the truth of the matter is, it does not. Daniel. But Clint, what about, I hear you in terms of the polls. What about like the SEC power rankings? Oh, yeah. Clint. Yeah, yeah no. The, How about like, well, the, do those numbers matter? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Here's, here are things that... that uh, 
No, they don't. The short answer is no. Power rankings. Okay. Are power rankings a actual metric that any committee takes into consideration when making semifinals list? No, okay, I don't. Then. First of all, I don't know that there is criteria that yeah. that that's the sort of the problem with the system. That's a great point, uh, actually. That's a great but point. Objective facts are kind of I, out the window. I digress. Um, it just it's it's absolute. I don't know. Like this, the only reason that these numbers exist is to, and maybe you think it's fun to engage in this kind of conversation. I guess that's fine. I think sure. a lot of people think things are fun that I think are dumb, but that's sure. fine. Do, do you do that? Sure. Like you do that. That's fine. I just, I would prefer it if it was not near me. Yeah. Uh, Daniel, I just I want guess, to list other all. things that would be more fun to me than concerning myself with the AP or SEC power rankings. And I just oh, want to fantastic. give them to you in some, some order. Um, I'm more concerned with the number of days my kid doesn't kill another human being. I'm, I'm more concerned with that number. Do you have like, I feel like at your house, maybe you have like a little whiteboard. I, I do. <laughs> you, I do. It's got like a number written on it and you're just waiting for the day. You have to erase it and put a zero up there. <laughs> like, I do. Number. Um, I concern myself more with the number of swipes it takes me to vacuum my carpet. Hmm. I'll, I'll count that more than I do the number before George right now. Uh, the number of left-hand turns I make in a day. Um, the number of socks that I don't have mismatched with other socks. Um, Gosh, that's okay, maybe, single digits for sure. Oh, for sure. Maybe this will be... How about number of, number of SEC championship appearances? How about number of wins? Or I don't know. Hmm. How about number hmm. of recruits five-star? Are these? How about number average rushing per attempt, or or touchdowns? How about these numbers? How about zero number of rushing touchdowns we've allowed this year? These are all numbers, and these are all things you should concern yourself more than AP polls and SEC power rankings. For the love of anything that you find good in your life, people, stay away from the troll bait. It just how could a number that means. Now, I'm not being, I'm not giving an opinion here. I'm I'm stating a fact. A number that means actually nothing. It has Where's actually Trevor? literally nothing. It has literally no bearing on the outcome of the season for Georgia. Okay? At least when the college football playoff ranking like committee starts coming out with their numbers, you could make an argument, even though that number also ridiculous to think about because it could have multiple teams ranked that are going to be playing each other and one of those teams has to be eliminated based on the fact that one of them is going to take an L. But but whatever. The AP poll actually means nothing. How could a number that means actually nothing matter so much to so many people? I, I've never I don't seen, understand. I've never seen a make-believe, fictitious myth infect so many people's daily lives. I've never before in my life. I, it's tough. It's tough. Um, I don't even know. New AP poll came out Sunday as we record this. New AP poll came out today. Are we still, are we still three? Uh, sure. I don't even know. I sure. don't know. I think there was some movement. I mean, Clemson dropped to two, and everybody thought they should drop out of the top four. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. Okay. Who cares? 
Who cares? People are gonna people are gonna lose games. People are gonna win games. If we win games instead of lose games, Clint, I think now I'm not Wait, sure about this. Hold on, I have tell to me, do some. I have to do some more digging. Football works again, Daniel. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this is this is a I'm testing a hypothesis, but I think if we win games instead of lose games, that at the end it's gonna work out fine for us. Uh, is that why they keep score and the team who has more points at the end gets to celebrate? Is that why they do that? I'm just not. I'm not entirely sure, but I think Kirby might be onto something when he okay. when he focuses on things like that. Somebody ask Kirby what he thinks about being ranked number <laughs> please, three. Please, I beg you. Somebody go ahead and do that. Um, somebody get Dan Wolken into a press conference. Oh gosh, Dan could Dan would not tarry a hand raise to utter that question. He wouldn't even have the the gall to do that. Are you kidding me? Um, well, speaking of Kirby, Daniel, yeah, uh, let's do, let's do, let's talk speak Kirby, of Kirby. I, I want to speak of Kirby and I want you to tell me if you can diagnose and translate for the good kind people, Kirby talk for us. Okay. A little Kirby's little Kirby ease. Kirby's Kirby's is how you, Ooh, is how you say I love it. that. Kirby's. Yeah. Kirby's. Oh, that's so good. Um, Daniel. Kerbanese happened, and uh, he said two things of note. I'll start with the first one. The first statement okay. he made was he, he alluded, he intimated at the vertical game, getting the ball down the field on a vertical manner more frequently. Uh, yes. What, what, is, what is the translation of Kirby, Kirby, Kerbanese on that one? Um... Do you want you want the you want the real truth? I want the real truth, Daniel, and nothing but the truth. Uh, direct translation of we need to do a better job of getting the ball down the field. Uh huh. Uh huh. Explosive plays on offense is uh-huh. we're going to keep doing the same thing that we always do. Deal with it. I don't care what you idiots think. Okay. That's the that's the loose translation. Yeah. No, I th- I think you conjugated uh, the tense there a little bit, but but yes, you're you're ninety nine percent there. None of you have jobs in football. Go away. That's what it. That's the loose translation to that. Uh, that is that is dead on accurate. Uh, couldn't agree yep. more. Uh, I I think I think those of us who want to think that Kirby on a bye week after Notre Dame, coming out and saying anything is going to immediately result in an on-field practical. You're just, you're fooling yourself. Why in the world would Kirby say such a thing? Why, why would any coach tell you what he's going to do before he did it? The whole point of coaching is to get your guys ready to go up and to take it to the other team and not give them any advantage. I don't know if you know how competition works at all, people. I, I don't. I don't know if you know, but a putting yourself at a disadvantage is not a good thing. Okay. Um, no, do we, no, it's do not. We... But to be fair, uh, just if I may, to be fair, I don't think absolutely zero vertical passing game is what Kirby desires. Like Did, we, we took, had vertical we... passing game at Notre Dame. And at Vandy, the two, Correct. the only two real games we've played this year. So, like, we took a we hit that deep shot to D Rob at yep. Vandy that was called back for the holding. Um, we had another, we had at least one other 
you know, 25, 30-yard throw. We made some downfield throws uh, against Notre Dame. The issue with the vertical passing game against Notre Dame was that we couldn't establish the run, and we couldn't block them. I, I think as Hello? evidenced on Saturday, uh, Notre Dame can do something well, and that's get to the quarterback. Yeah, they listen, that's not our offensive line we think is the best in college football. They did not play well. No. Against Notre Dame. Uh Notre Dame's defensive line outperformed what we thought they would. We did not block them well. No. Um it's certainly not in pass protection. I know we had some moments in the run game, but we could never get the run game really established enough to take the shots that we wanted to take, I don't think. And so that game had a weird flow to it. I don't think there's anything. Nothing has changed. Is the is the big is the big, people want to overanalyze and they want to just try to make a story out of something. But like you said, Clint, there's no way Kirby's going to come out and say, "Well, in the bye week, we've really been looking to throw over the to work on our routes over the deep middle. We really think we can take advantage of Tennessee over the deep middle." <laughs> like, oh. Like, he probably wouldn't say that. Like, it's no. just not, I don't no, know. He wouldn't. Whatever. Um, the second Kerbanese that happened was talking about getting Zeus more involved. We need to get the ball into Zeus's hand more. Zamir White needs to tote the rock. Uh, what's the translation there? It's exactly the same as the translation <laughs> of the last one. Like, I don't, I don't know. How to word it any differently. I think <laughs> the loose translation is F you all. I'm going to give the ball to whoever I want to give the ball to. The loose translation is Have you ever seen DeAndre Swift run with the football in his hands? And now come, come at me, bro. Like, come. Yeah. I, I think I, I think I heard a little bit of dialect difference in there because I think uh, a more accurate translation could be, I have to say something to you, so I'm going to fill this time with whatever words I want. Yep, that's that is that is that's roughly along the same lines. It's the same lines, guys. Yeah. If you want to take it's, anything Kirby is saying publicly that anybody could get their hands on, um, he's just saying things because anything that matters, he's going to keep for his guys only and his coaching staff. And if you think you're going to get inside information on him, you're fooling yourself. Just stop it. Just now. Do I believe, on the other hand, that Kirby? likes what he sees out of Zamir White, the runner, he and does. believes that he could be an, a weapon and an asset? Yes, he does, but he's still fourth on the depth chart. So fourth on the depth chart is fourth on the depth chart. And look, spots ain't opening up in yeah. front of him. Like, you understand what I'm saying? Like, I don't see... I mean, it could be a way forward that, like... In the five touches that he gets each game moving forward, if he busts off, you know, 50 yards rushing in those five touches every game, then maybe you would start to see him chip away at Brian Harrian's carries. I could see that. But, like, it's going to be a long road to hoe. Like, if he wants carries on this team. Like, next year, Harrian's gone and Switch is gone. And so... Next year, there's carries oh, to be yeah. had out there, like lots of carries. This year, ain't no carries out there. I don't know. Like, unless there's a game that's like high, where we possess the ball a long time, 
and we run a lot of plays on offense. And so we need to be getting guys in. And these big games, like it's just going to be DeAndre Swift. Now, look, we should have some more comfortable fourth quarters in the future than we did against Notre Dame. Sure. And so he'll get some carries in there. That'll be great. And and by the way, raise a hands if you don't like DeAndre Swift toting the rock. Go go ahead. Tell me that's well, not while you're while you're holding your hands up, please kindly show yourself out. Yes. Because yes. Because if you gave me option one, DeAndre Swift, option two, Zamir White, I love you, Zamir, but I'm going with my boy, the guy who's shown me that he can do it every down, no matter what. Yeah. Yeah, and it's not it's not real close. No. Um all right, so that was my Kerbinese that we want to talk about. But Daniel, uh, this week we are we are up playing the fighting Pruitts and For, t- Tennessee, Clint. Tennessee, hello, Tennessee, Clint. Um, uh, we're talking before the we're talking before the show um, in our little little pre production. Um, I want to come up with something to talk about about Tennessee, Clint. I really do. I want there to be a storyline, or I want to ask you what about their team makes you nervous. But, I mean, I just feel like it'd be me laughing into the microphone for the for the whole segment. And so I don't know what good that would really do anybody. What are we supposed to talk about about this game, Clint? Is this, am I missing something? That's what I want to ask you. Am I missing something here, Clint? Uh, unequivocally, without a doubt. No. The only thing we could talk about is how successful the coaches that University of Tennessee said, we don't want you here, how good oh, they've gosh. done this year. We could talk about that oh, for, a, for a long time because the list mm. is long and distinguished of coaches that, that Tennessee said, nah, and they're having great careers. They got Nick Saban 2.0 over there, Clint. <laughs> yeah, they do. Remember remember when everybody was up in arms with Georgia getting rid of Jeremy Pruitt? No, no, mm-hmm. you don't either? Good, because I don't as well. No one cried mm, that yeah. day. Okay? Uh, yeah, there were some people, there were some people that, were, that were all up in their feelings about Jeremy Pruitt because, as I recall, Mecole Hardman was not going to play for any other coach but Jeremy Pruitt. Yeah, and like right. that was final. Well, that's that was right. final, guys. That was final. He's guys. He's eighteen years old, and he means it. <laughs> Don't you way, take his coach away. By the way, real quick, real quick, shout out again. I, uh, if you didn't see what Nick Chubb did today and what Mecole is doing this mm-hmm. year. Go mm-hmm. don't I don't care about your NFL team. I just care about dogs in the NFL. Miko mm-hmm. and uh, Chubb having themselves some some days on Sunday. Mm-hmm. Nick Chubb is uh balling out for somebody's fantasy football team this year. Hello. Hello. Uh oh. Listen, Kirby said, Miko, not only are you gonna play for me and you're gonna like it, but I'm gonna move you to offense so it doesn't even matter who the defensive coordinator is. And by do you like money? Do you, because do you I'm gonna go get, get you a paid? lot of I'm gonna get you a lot of that in the NFL. So why don't you, why don't you just sit back and in a few years, Patrick Mahomes is gonna be throwing you the football. So you just, just oh. pipe down. But but um, Daniel, he's not a good developer of talent. No, Kirby can't develop any talent. Jeremy Pruitt, on the other hand, um, <laughs> what does he do? With I, talent, I don't know, Daniel. 
I'm just going to tell you right now, if I'm a Tennessee fan and Jared Garantano runs out onto that field against Georgia after the bye week, I'm out. I'm out. I'm going to have a reversible shirt on. It's going to have red on one side. <laughs> it's going to have orange on the other. If I'm a Tennessee fan, I'm going to come into the stadium. I'm going to be wearing the orange side. But don't you push me, Jeremy. Because if you run Jared Garantano out on that field, I'm switching it. Um, there's, I mean, there's a, I think there's a legitimate quarterback controversy at Tennessee. I think the fan base is everything I've read. I, I don't, I'm not real sure who's going to start. I don't care in the case of care. this particular game. I don't think it's really going to matter. Um, but, but yeah, there's a, um, there's just not a lot to talk about about this team. I mean, this team, you know, they lost to Georgia State famously week oh, one. Man, they lost to BYU week two. Uh-huh. They beat Chattanooga forty-five to nothing. Good for you. Real get-right game. It was champions of Tennessee until they play Vandy. Until, later. Oh my god! Yeah. Do you? Um, do you? How much uh, would you bet Vandy on the on that line? Straight up. Yeah, where's the where's where's the game? The game is at Tennessee. I would probably take Tennessee. Vandy is bad. Ooh, Vandy real bad. They uh they almost got beat by Northern Illinois this weekend. Yeah, uh, I was my, SEC. My ornery say it talk again. of them is is wrong. Yeah, I, I was wrong. No, I'll totally wrong. The SEC East is do- is trash. Yeah. It is a giant steaming pile of dog turd trash um i'd probably take tennessee but that's a close game i want to know neutral site clint the red wolves of arkansas state against tennessee what's the line on that game (laughs) neutral site game i'm just trying to gauge it based on other games we played this year uh tennessee would be favored by neutral site neutral site Seven? I was gonna Eight, say five. Nine? I was gonna say five or six. Yeah. It'd be single digits. Oh, for sure. If it were double digits, I'd take the Red Wolves all day long. All day. Um No, Daniel, what we could talk about is we could probably talk about what's the bigger point spread. Uh favored points against Arkansas State or number of players that have left the institution of Tennessee since Jeremy Pruitt this year. Cause that number's at six, um, Daniel. Six, half dozen. Yep, players that just said, "Nah, <laughs> nah, 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 bro. We good. Nah, bro. I ain't gonna. I made one mistake coming here. I ain't gonna make another one by staying here. Okay, Let's fool There's me no, once. Fool me once. There's no Cam Makers in Tennessee. Once. Okay, Cam Makers. Again, you you've mentioned he needs a he needs a badge, a medal of honor, or something for staying at Florida State. Give that kid a purple heart. Yeah, for putting up with Willie Taggart. Oh. Willie Taggart out there legitimately trying to kill Cam Akers. Just running him 48 times a game. How many Ain't got no offensive that lines. Has. That kid comes off, puts his helmet on the sideline, and just prays that it's broken somehow. Like, <laughs> equipment manager, just m- make sure this is okay. No, it's it's all good. I, I don't think so. The earpiece is a little jiggly. What's this, what's this three-play sequence? Uh, halfback counter, halfback draw. Halfback swing pass? Okay, cool. <laughs> let's just let's run that one again. 
Because oh no, direct snap to the running back and You're Wildcat now. Okay, okay. Well, here yeah. we are. Uh, uh, no. no, Tennessee players not having it. Nope. They're not they, having it. They, they said are. they said the Jeremy Pruitt era not off to a great start. Speaking of eras, not not being off to a great start. Um, big battle of big battle of wills this weekend. Two uh, two real gurus of the game. Face off when Jim Cheney goes up against Kirby Smart. Yep. What's a Jim Cheney offense going to do against a Kirby Smart? How's the Jim Cheney era going, Clint? Is How's it? That? Um, what about when they played Florida? Oh, my. how did how did the Jim Cheney era go when they? Whew, uh, there's that, a reason um, that Sam Pittman is still employed by the University of Georgia, and there's a reason that Jim Cheney is not. One of them, we said, here's more money, stay here. The other one, one, we said, see ya! The other one, we said, would you take a pay cut to stay? Would you? Would no? Would you... Because we're not even offering one. Take that job. It's the only one you've got. What did Tennessee offer? Okay. Because whatever they offered, half that, and we're willing to pay you that. Oh, you want to go there? Great. Wow. We'll really miss you. To be an analyst. (laughs) We're still promoting James Coley. James Coley's still But we're willing to pay you half their salary to be an analyst. We're going to let you play the role of... The role that Butch Jones plays currently at Alabama—that's what we're willing. <laughs> All roads lead we're... back to Tennessee with bad coaching. That's... All roads lead back Gosh. to Tennessee, guys. Saints and the Cowboys are playing Sunday Night Football, and just remind you: remember when Alvin Kamara used to go to Tennessee and not play? Not play. <laughs> he literally, <laughs> just, literally sitting he's... on the sideline, helmet on hip, and Butch just saying, "Stay there. I got my workhorse just... out there." Butch said, "I'm gonna ride. I'm gonna ride this this white bread out here. Why don't you just keep keep riding third string on the bench? Now he's the freaking best running back in the NFL, and yeah. and he couldn't even sniff the field under Butch Jones. Uh, I think it, I think it, I think it was possibly that he wanted to be a champion of football, uh. and Butch Butch was not he was not so much into that." He's looking for other kinds of champions there. All uh, other champions besides winning champions. Anything else besides winning. That's correct. No, Daniel, I got Uh, no take on this game other than um, I I still mourn the day I didn't jump all over the beginning point spread of UGA Tennessee because it's jumped quite a bit since opening. Uh, We're up to 24.5 points, and by the way, it's not going to stop. The needle will break somewhere 27, maybe. (laughs) I, I don't know. If you're looking to get in on this game, get on it. Get in on it now. I'm gonna have to really talk myself into betting twenty four and a half points against Tennessee on the road. That sort of they got nothing to lose mindset. I don't I don't I don't I know. Don't like but it. uh I'll I don't like it at all. On it, but I won't like it. <laughs> Alright, Clint, I'm gonna play a little game with you here. I'm gonna let's let's do some rankings that mm. do matter. Okay? okay. We you talked earlier about rankings that do not matter. Okay? I know that exclusively. I'm, I'm really good at those not I'm, rankings. I'm gonna read off Georgia's <clears throat> we we're four games in. Yep. And uh, we've got eight games to go in the regular season. I'm going to read off 
the eight teams that Georgia plays in the regular season, and I would like you to rank them from one to eight. From most nervous, games that make you the most nervous, to games that make you the least nervous. Are you ready? I am ready. For this exercise. Yep. At Tennessee, Mm -hmm. home against South Carolina, home against Kentucky, cocktail party, Mm -hmm. home against Missouri, at Auburn, home against A&M, at Georgia Tech. Most nervous to least nervous. Let's start with the least nervous, Clint. Let's start at number eight because I'm – there's only one answer for this. There's only one answer I'm wait, in your I'm, mind? I'm, yes, and I'm interested to hear what you're going to say. Uh, it's Georgia Tech. It's Georgia Tech. It's Georgia Tech, Daniel. Even with this week at University of T- Tennessee, it's Georgia Tech. It's not even close. They can't even – guys, guys, I don't – Friends and relations, pause for a moment and consider the Georgia Tech yellow jacket for just for a moment. Just take take a breath, breathe out, and now – Remember that you are not a fan of Georgia Tech. No. Okay. No. It's it could be it could be worse. I think they I think coach got them to more Atlanta area sports venues than they've scored touchdowns this year. I think he he went to more soccer games and basketball games and baseball games and they have actually put the ball in the end zone this year, Daniel. I'm it's laughable. Okay. Laughable. They went up to Temple and they got themselves a safety. A two spot. That was it. No, <laughs> that Temple. was it. They, to be to be clear, they've been to a lot of Braves games as a team because they are Atlanta's team. They are, and two is a number often scored by the Braves. Um, not a number that you'd like for your football team. Not a football team, y'all. To hang. Uh, so that's your that's number eight. That's number Georgia eight. Tech. Uh, number, number seven, seven is this week Tennessee. Wow. That's, what a statement about the Tennessee program. <laughs> they that's are, alarming, we, Tennessee. That's that's on you, Tennessee. That's like on, that's This is a me. road game. This is yeah. a road game. Right. In friggin' Neyland Stadium. And you just said, eh. if it weren't for playing, and I'm not exaggerating here, the single worst Power 5 team in football. The Georgia Tech Yellow Jackets. <laughs> That's not that is not a stretch. That is not a hot take. They might be the worst Division One team in football, but they are definitely the worst Power Five team. Uh, if we weren't playing them, you would be the least nervous game, Tennessee. That's who you are. Correct. That's where I'm at. Couldn't ha- couldn't happen to a better fan base. No, it really couldn't. Though, Again, to be I clear, love, people love being Gator haters, and I I love being Gator hater too, but. Man, I will. Like I said, I love hating on Tennessee. It's just one of my favorite things. That forty-one nothing game still etched in my mind. Uh, so, UT number seven. Let's go. Let's go number six. Number six. This is where the water starts to get a little muddier. Uh, Daniel, I'm least nervous about Kentucky at six. Kentucky comes in at K- six for me. Kentucky at home. This team because has not showed. This team has not showed itself to be very formidable this no. season. No, uh, Skinny Leg McGee no. gone. Uh, no yeah. Snell, no uh, Allen. 
the they got nothing over there. They are an empty, barren cupboard. And even with that being said, I still fear them more than Tennessee. That's just, that is startling. Again, as I'm looking at my list, that's incredible. Um, Kentucky comes in at six. No. Next on the list, South Carolina. I mean, Kentucky will beat Tennessee. To be clear, this year, oh. Kentucky will beat Tennessee. Hundred percent. So they that should that those are correctly ordered. Yes. South Carolina next. Um, Ryan Helinski is the new Jake Bentley. He, um, he is Jake Bentley. Finally, the NCAA actually went to his paperwork and pulled it out and said, dude, you graduated in 99. Like, what are you still doing this, here? Did you know that Kellen Moore is the offensive coordinator for the Dallas Cowboys? <laughs> I, I did. I did know that. He's also... The the current starting quarterback for Boise State still. still that's the that's the funny thing about it. It's a Saturday Sunday type job. So like he's he, he is out on there the on the blue turf. He's out there on the blue turf earning a scally. He's a business uh, business uh, accounting major. He's MBA. Uh, he's, he's he's trying to get his MBA. Um, and then on Sundays he flies down to Dallas. And he has a seven-figure job as the offensive yeah. coordinator yeah. for the Dallas Cowboys. It's a real, it's a real um, Bruce Wayne Batman type identity crisis that's happening down there with him. This is Jake Bentley's future, is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> yeah. This is who Jake Bentley is. Like that's who this kid is. Um, is Will Mus? It's next week. Is Will Muschamp still going to be employed by the time we by the time we get around there? Uh, no, that's- and he knows it as well. He said today he did he did Cobra pose. On his own presser today, and said, "I know it's coming. I know I'm getting the axe." Um, South Carolina, though, they got the big win over Kentucky. Um, yeah, big, big got, win. Got the big win. Listen, just the fun fact: South Carolina doesn't own a multiple year win streak against Kentucky. Oh, oh, <laughs> what? In football, mm-hmm. I'm not talking about. No. I'm not talking about John Coach Cal. I'm not talking about old used car salesman greasy hair Cal. I'm talking about football. Any anyway. Yep. I digress. Uh that's um that's the neck that's the uh number what was that? Number six on your list? Number uh, five? Number five. S C right. Junior, number five. Uh coming in at four is A and M. Now, A and M, if you were to ask me before the season, AM would have been probably number two. Probably number two on the list. AM now is four on the list for me because if you haven't seen what they tried to screw around with, they tried to get all sorts of weird down in Jerry World and lose to Arkansas. Which by the way, Daniel they sure did. Oh, talk about a program that has just lost in a sea of mediocrity. Not even I'm sorry, mediocrity is too good of a sea for them to sw- swim in. They're they're lost at sea in no man's land, Arkansas. A&M doesn't have a clue what they're doing right now. If you took a if you took an all-star team from Vanderbilt, Old Miss and Arkansas and you played them against the other 9 teams in the SEC or against the other 11 teams in the SEC, how many games would they win? Uh, one, two, three, four, five. Oh, you said from yeah. I was counting some from, of the teams you just listed. Yeah, from, from yeah, 
From Arkansas, Old Miss, and Vandy, they played against the other eleven teams. Four. I'm gonna give them. I'm gonna give them. I'm gonna give them three. Okay. I think they'd beat Kentucky, Tennessee, and then I think they'd either beat A and M, Mississippi State, or South Carolina. I don't think they'd win another game. That's those are three real bad teams. Real bad. Real, real, real bad teams. Bad, guys. Uh, uh, I'm sort of nervous. I'm sort of nervous. Texas A and M sucks. They like I just not good Daniel. Is Clemson good? Clint? No, no. I don't like this so far this year. No, anything is not good. Trevor Lawrence does Pulse? he? Did he forget? Did he lose? Did he misplace his football IQ somewhere on a bus? He's on a Greyhound heading for Canada somewhere. I don't know where he put it. Mm-hmm. If only Jake Fromm got better when Trevor Lawrence got worse. Yeah. I wish that was the way it worked. <laughs> um, I'm worried Texas A&M may suck. Yeah. And um, it's got me real nervous about the Florida-Auburn game this weekend. I want to believe Auburn's good enough to beat Florida this weekend. And oh, now we'll talk me? about that when we when we get to the Locks okay. podcast okay. on Thursday. Okay. We'll talk about that, uh, I'm sure. Number three um, is Mizzou. Mizzou. Mizzou comes in at number three. Coming in at number three. Interesting. Yep. Interesting. Yep. First disagreement on the list oh, so far. So far. Okay. Well, that's, that's the first good. disagreement that we've had. Uh, that's fantastic. Because number two for me is the cocktail party. I'm second most. Mm-hmm. I have the cocktail. I have. I have the cocktail party at three. At three. I think I'm more nervous about Missouri than I am the cocktail party. Really. Yeah, Florida's trash. I, know I don't know if you know that. Daniel, I they believe like... they are trash. This has no indication of my belief that Florida is good. This has every indication to me that when you when you get to play a dirty, disrespectful, awful program that is just slimy and filthy, weird things happen. That's all I'm saying. Nah. I'll tell you what weird things happen. We win by three scores. Whoa. Those are the, we- those are the weird things that happen. We're winning this game by three scores. You guys, you guys, lock it down. Whatever the line total comes out, Daniel's taking it right now, without three scores. Bli- blind look, three scores. Wow, that is uh, that's bold, my friend, and I appreciate you. Um, uh, I mean, I've never seen a team not score a point, but move the ball more than Tosin did against Florida. <laughs> they got it was thirty eight to nothing in that game, but Tosin had uh, two hundred and fifty total yards. Yeah, they averaged four point one yards per play in the game. It was bad. They, I mean, they were marching up and down the field. They just couldn't score. Yeah, uh, it's like they were zero for two on field goals. It should have been. Should have been six point. Florida's not. Florida's not any good. So I have them at three. I have okay. Missouri at two, which means that we share the the yeah. the same number one. It's not even close. Now, follow up question: uh, Where would you put Notre Dame? The game we played against. Where would you put that on this list? Well, Mama's not nervous about it because we already won it. But in terms of ranking the quality of opponent, yeah, I would put Notre Dame cautiously. Ahead of Missouri in the second spot, but well behind Auburn. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. Auburn is, uh, guys, just 
that's going to be a bucket week for sure. Double bucket. It might be a it might be a double a double bucket affair. If you don't know what that means, welcome to the podcast. We're glad you're here. But uh, sometimes when you watch a college football game, um, you you just need a vessel close by to catch all of your insights as because you try to survive. <laughs> try to survive, and so Auburn's a double bucket. Yeah, Notre Dame was a single bucket affair. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, that's not a, it's not a fun game. I, we don't know too much about them. We're going to learn a lot about them between now and the time we play them. That's for darn sure. I will. I will um, be taking special note of uh, Florida Auburn this weekend. That's for sure. Uh, all in all, schedule looks good. Schedule looks great. I'm I'm very pleased. Gosh, how I'm I'm. How many times have you rewatched the Notre Dame game? This is just a. Um, Just a random, I'm random question for you. I can't, I can't bring myself to rewatch it. I just what? don't. I'm not interested. No. I just don't want to rewatch it. I just, I didn't like the game. I did oh. not enjoy watching it. It was not a fun experience for me See, watching the game. I'm not going to only skyrocketed rewatching it. Seriously, maybe yeah. I need to rewatch it more. But I did not have a great time watching it, and I'm not excited. I rewatched it once, as I always do, just to refresh my takes from the game. But I have not seen it again since then. And going into a bye week, like, what am I going to go back and rewatch Arkansas State? Like, I don't. There's nothing well, to watch. Well, no, that's that's foolish. There's nothing. There's nothing to watch. I am. I'm Jonesing for some um, Georgia football. Uh huh. Uh, yeah. So, anyway. Well, we're going to come back you, at the end of this week. Uh, with a little, Maybe we'll have a take on Tennessee. Maybe we'll do some research and find out. Maybe there'll be a quarterback announced and Garantano is not going to be in there. I don't know. Or maybe yeah, I guess I'll make myself listen to Jeremy Pruitt's press conference. No, and Don't do that just to yourself, Daniel. Pray for, pray for literacy rates in Tennessee, like as I do, because... <laughs> You want to retroactively go back and and pray teachers care about their job I, in Tennessee. It is, it is tough listening to that guy talk. Um, it really is. Um, no, maybe we'll have yeah, a we'll, we'll, but we will. We'll have sure some thoughts. Have locks. That's right. We will. We will talk about this game. We will give you official predictions. How we feel like it's all going to go down. We talk about. I mean, we give give out some predictions on who we believe standout players are going to be. Uh-huh. Who we believe is going to step up. Uh, and what we believe the final score is going to be, and then we will give out some more locks to you, the good people. Uh, So we'll definitely be back on Thursday, uh, and we will talk to you guys later. See ya.